Welcome to JB Trio Podcast, Season 5, Episode 4. Um, Lee McDonald Jr. Chris, the I give up with Nancy. <laughs> Mark, the Ancient Warrior Merchant. And joining us tonight is Mr. Gary Vickner. How are you doing, Gary? I'm good, guys. How are y'all doing? Oh, we're doing pretty good. Pretty good. Thanks for joining us tonight. Thank y'all for having me. Yeah, and the reason why Mr. Bicknar's joining us is he was Bowler of the Week last week. He bowled 620 last week, uh, 81 pins over his average. We all know the retail. I thought we had him on because he stuck with George. Oh, yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Too. Yes, to be here. All right, so last week, y'all know how Gary started. Horrible. He was probably the best bowler in the probably, league. Probably not. Everybody bowled crappy. I mean, um, it's a give or take. One or two of us maybe bowled good. Mm, but depending on who you're asking. It was kind of the same shot. Uh, pretty I, different. I can't, I can't really say it was crappy, although Chris is saying a lot right now. <laughs> but the new, the thing that was changed is the brand new pins. So we were greeted last Tuesday with a whole brand new set of pins in the bowling alley. And any league bowler or experienced bowler will tell you, new pins mean uh, no carry and no strikes. So, Lee, what you're saying is all those inexperienced bowlers like Gary and Christian bowled well. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'm saying that those, kind of guys, those guys really focused. It was horrible. Oh, they knew what yeah. the deal was. <laughs> And they no, new pens are, are good for new boys. <laughs> I mean, screw you guys. Gary, I'm I mean, good. I mean, Gary, it, pins are good for you no matter what. Can you throw a backup ball no matter how the income? The income oh, he is. does not. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. He does on yeah. spares, which is really awesome. I need to. <laughs> That's cheating. That. It's against <laughs> the law of physics. That's not cheating. Physics. It's against the law. Okay, when, 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 when I see cheating. when I see my opponent leave a ten pin, oh my gosh. All right, fifty percent. It's going to be a spare or an open. For Gary, it's like eighty percent going to be a spare. I'd say open. damn near ninety-five percent. Yeah, it's not. See, the math is not. It's not right. It's not supposed to be like that. <laughs> it is fifty percent when I do throw it the right way. That's why I throw the back of ball. It makes it a little bit easier to hit. Hell yeah, more power to you. Just Gary, you know what just... though? I'm I'm going to tell you the key to to this league is. As you said, Gary bowled great on Tuesday night, but so didn't Christian, yeah. right? Yeah. And there's one common denominator there. They both throw it with two hands. Yes, sir. You, you needed hands. to be a two-handed bowler if you wanted to score with the new it, it Because you need more of an angle because the 10-pin is really tough to carry if you're throwing down and in. And really, any pin was tough to carry Tuesday. And since they throw with two hands, they get a little bit more extra rev on the ball, and they hit the pocket better. So it's obvious. They were the men to beat. They proved it. They both shot 600. I know Christian is normally a sub in our league, so he may not pop up in our most improved or the term that we – or the uh, condition that we used for our bowler of the week is most over average. But Christian, that was only his second week bowling, so he won't pop up there. So he was definitely up there, though. Yeah, his average yeah. average is probably in the one sixties, one fifties, and yeah. he shot six ten, so he did pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely good. I was choking over that too. He's really shooting good. a six ten against us. I choked. Yeah, I also <laughs> shot six hundred. So I don't know why. I mean, Gary shot six twenty. So I mean, like, mm. oh, I didn't bowl yet. I will bowl <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday this is night. Not true. This Wednesday is not true. Uh, it's true. They don't know that. It, it's... Chris actually just got done post nope. bowling for last week mm -hmm. and a couple hours ago. I don't believe so. Yeah, thirteen and fourteen. I set it up perfectly for Chris to do his uh, his match right after we finished. I bowled Monday afternoon. Set up a beautiful shot for Chris to come back to to spin afterwards. And uh, yeah, you know what's so funny? You say you that. Know, Austin said, like, if the lanes felt like two old people bowl on these lanes and fuck them up. Oh, my God. And I'm like, it's true. <laughs> I got to text Austin, though. So, Mark bowls the senior league in the afternoon. Oh, he's definitely old people. He, he bowled yeah. um, 13 or 14 for his league, and then Chris happens to show up and says, I want to bowl. So, he's going to bowl. It just so happens to be on the same pair as Mark. And 
So Mark shot 520 for the day, but then Chris, what was it, Chris? 508. 508. But and that was for four games. Oh, <laughs> it would have been Woodmansey, but you got to have a good game for a Woodmansey. Oh, wow. Okay. Just right in the heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was uh, definitely a rough week for the whole league. Scores are down everywhere. They definitely reflected on the score sheet. And the first pair that we'll cover was... Ooh, it was Gary and George. Who George didn't bowl great, but definitely Gary carried that team. They won 38 out of 40 against the former first place team, Team 11, Mind Like a Goldfish, who basically have claimed themselves the first place team of the league every week. And unfortunately, they had a bunch of humble pie because they only won two out of 40, and they bowled good. They just didn't bowl great, and Gary uh, bowled great, kicked their ass all night. Gary, would you put it in that way? Did you kick their ass? I wouldn't really put it that way. Like, I was definitely all and had a good night, but like y'all said, it was honestly just a carry battle throughout the whole game. Like, I think the first game, George basically either nine to strike the entire game, and they're all 10 pins. Same thing with Jake and Phil. I think I just carried more 10 pins than they did in the honesty at the end of it, and just got a better carry at the end. Are you just being humble? You can be cocky. I mean, <laughs> did you wipe their ass with a little wiping? I mean, Jake did. I am the one who did lose the two points. Jake did take one game from me, so George actually swept. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I mean, I, that's also a question that I was going to probe you with. Like, it's a question we all need to know. Like, I want to know now because I'm, I'm I'm too anxious to not wait for it. Like, does George is he heavy to carry? <laughs> nah. I feel like it's equal. It's an, it's an equal partnership there. I mean, our handicaps are very close at this point. I like bowling with George because I can go to him. Like I wasn't real sure what ball to throw in their game, and I asked him his opinion. He gave it to me, and it honestly set me up for a really good third game to keep me going. So I needed to change out my balls because I need to go to a quicker ball because the gym that I have was starting to go through the face too much. Yeah, he's so a great I, I value his opinion, and it's great to have an experienced bowler like that back you up. Sure is, and I know Chris. He's so anxious when he gets to probe somebody. He just can't wait. <laughs> yeah. sure and, he's, hey, he's load early. <laughs> and hey, Gary, are you aware of the podcast curse? I am. Oh. That's why uh, I was worried when Greg did it win the trios league, but yeah. he said it, it was. He said we were we were gonna break it. We're breaking no, the man. curse tonight. That's why I'm this here at. this podcast curse lasts for weeks. So weeks, weeks, downhill now. Well, oh, no, that's not true. It's I think I'll have an advantage there because after this Tuesday, I'll be going out of town for weeks. So I'll miss one week of the. Oh, see, he already knew. Nice. So, yeah, they kicked some ass that, that night. The next pair was Team Nine, Bedrock Bowlerama. They pre bowled, so they already had their scores entered, and they bowled up against Team Seven, the all of a sudden hot team, Stay in Your Lane Bro, Mike Ensline, and Cody. They ended up winning 34 out of 40. Cody's been bowling really good here as of late. Raised his average about 15 pins for the last three weeks. And Ensline was solid. He um, averaged about 180 off a 150 average. So they ended up winning 34 out of 40. Kudos to them. What did that guy, what did that professional bowl there, Jared bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Well, as it happens, he... Bowl pretty shitty. Even the Flintstone ball was helpless against the new pins. I think, I wouldn't swear to it, but I think he barely cracked 500. I think he did a Chris. He pulled a Chris week. That guy got that new job. He has just gone down. Yeah, he's been distracted, right? Kind of been distracted. <laughs> it could be. It could be. Gil didn't bowl much better that week either. Gil's been struggling. I mean, he came out like a house of fire when he joined the league last summer. His first week last year was ever bowling the JB Trio was 750. I only remember that because it was against my team. And But ever since then, it's just, I don't know, I think the lanes have gotten to him as of late, bowling back-to-back leagues. I think um, he's definitely in need of an adjustment of some kind. So maybe now that he's pre-bowled, he actually pre-bowled for next week too because Jared knew he was going to be gone for two weeks. Gil's been taking a bit of a break from bowling, so maybe after this small break when they come back, they'll do better. 
So they already pre-bowled for uh, next week? They pre-bowled for next week. So when we oh. technically, at the time of taping, they will be for tomorrow night's scores. Okay. All right. Next pair, my team. Team number one, Flush It, which is pretty much what, could you, what you can do with our bowling. Pretty much what they did. Yeah, yeah. pretty much what they yeah. did, right? And that was against Rolling With Mom. That is Ricky and now the replacement, George Crenshaw. Jerry, yeah. who Ricky was bowling with his mom, got a new job, and or at least has new hours for her job. And so, unfortunately, works nights. So she's not <coughs> available to bowl the JB Trio League for now. And actually, I think she's not even available to bowl the Early Shift League, which is kind of sad for her because she really loves bowling, but now she's got to quit Tuesdays for a time. Really? Aww. And so George Crenshaw has taken her place. He did not bowl good. But Ricky pulled a Gary and held up George and shot damn near 600. And even though I shot 600, Greg on my team did okay. Uh, He would tell you he sucked ass, but our team only ended up winning six out of 40. So Ricky's team kicked our ass 34 out of 40. Damn. And has currently knocked us in tied for last place. So it's not looking good for me. And your team is not named after me. Exactly. <laughs> flush it. Flush it just like on your card game last night when you flushed it okay. the other night. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that here in a minute after we get through this. The next pair, Team 6, that is ready for AARP, Kyle and Neil. Struggling Kyle and Neil. They bowled Team 3, which is Leland and Brianna, who's been bowling pretty good. Didn't have the scores that she started with. The league at the beginning, she kind of went down an average a little bit, but all of a sudden Leland started bowling good. He had a couple of 200 games. They pulled out the victory against Neil and Kyle and beat them four out of 40. So they took uh, 36 out of 40, and Neil and Kyle only won four out of 40. So, yeah, I have no idea what's going on with those two guys. No, I had a nice talk with uh, Leland before they, we bowled because oh, I was that, I was the only one that took Leland to win. Yeah. So I told him, man, lay off Brianna and just concentrate on yourself and get it going. <laughs> and uh, I guess it works. It must have. He bowled a lot better than he had been. Yeah, Neil was not a happy camper. No, he yeah, wasn't. He's, he's really struggling. Him and Gil and Jared, ever since that team broke up from the Fall League, I guess they just need to bowl together because once they broke up and started here in the summer, none of them are bowling good. I know Gil probably started out really great, but now he's down to 201. I think he was with a 220 average. Now he's down to 201. Yeah. I think this is summer and is that mainly the new pins. It's just, I think it's just the summer. Could be. It's different in the summer. You bowl a lot faster, so the pace is different. It's just, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I think people get psyched out a little bit, maybe a little burnt out. But I'll bet you they'll bounce back, though. Oh, yeah, um, 100%. There's nowhere to go else but up. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> All right, so Team 10, the next pair, that is We Got Balls against Team 12, 300 Bros, which would have been Matthew and Brian, but Brian decided to bring in – they tried to bring in a ringer, the ace in a hole, Christian. And as we talked about earlier, it Christian should be like we got ARP. So. Yeah, because yeah, that uh, we got balls team ever since we put their team name back. I don't think they've won. I think they the last time they won was against us, but that was when they still had the wrong team name. I don't know if that we got balls is going to work out, Mark. No, but it was a complete. <laughs> You know, Christian just kicked our ass. I mean, when I shoot to 6'10", and we're, and like you said, new pins, a lot of 10 pins, a lot of 8 pins, some 8'10s. It just, he just killed us, Christian. Yeah, I mean, Christian was, what, 740 with his handicap. I mean. Oh, my God. It was tough. I mean, yeah. it really was a tough go. And, and uh, Matthew didn't yeah. bowl well at all. I mean, I ended up. Me and Matthew were kind of pretty close in average. I ended up barely beating him in series, but man, I mean, Christian killed it. He beat us all. He crushed us. Yeah, he beat you all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why you I was ho- 
I mean, I was hoping I'd hear Brian with a lot of four-letter words, you know what I mean? And it just didn't happen. He wasn't there. Yeah, I probably, I don't know. That's it's nuts. But, um, but yeah, so Team 12 pulled off the victory. They won 28 out of 40. And Mark's team is still struggling with the We Got Balls. So, I don't know. They, they better grow some balls next week. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, next week, AARP for us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, okay. somebody's got to win. That ought to right the ship. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Or, or ball gaggers. Sometimes, so. Ball gaggers. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, they should rename the team ball gaggers? Yes. Maybe whichever team loses has to rename their team for a week. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> and then you can probe them. <laughs> All right. So the last pair, which is going to be Chris's team <sighs> against his wife's team. Now, we hyped this up last week. It was husband against wife, projected first place team against the actual first place team mm-hmm. with Peyton and Camilla. And Chris's team decided not to bowl. Chris, I don't know. He couldn't find a sub, which was a huge mistake. He should have tried harder <laughs> in finding a sub. Oh, there's Leland. <laughs> so Chris's team decided not to bowl that night. Now we're going to post bowl. And until Chris's team post bowled, we, on the score sheet, had put, Peyton and Camilla's team against the blind. So they're bowling themselves minus 10 pins. Well, they lost against themselves. They bowled bad and only took 16 out of 40. That is, of course, until the other team post bowls, which they did, as you guys heard earlier. And as you heard earlier, Chris bowled like shit. <laughs> they bowled so bad oh my that, that the score switch when we put in the new scores made it so that Peyton and Camilla went from winning 16 to 38 and 40. Wow. How bad Chris's team bowled. You know I'm right here, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just want you to know that. I'm right here. I I mean, I'm speechless. I mean, when one team goes from a 22-point swing, goes from 16 wins to 38, I mean, Uh I'm at a loss. I have nothing to say. Yeah, me either. I wish today was a dream. <laughs> that, that's, so that's where that intro comes from. What, what was it, Chris? The what? The give up? Yeah, the Chris, I give up. What man say? <laughs> yeah. Well, now we know where it came from because uh, <laughs> yeah. I'd probably give up too after that. <laughs> I was going to say, I did hear a lot of <laughs> on 3132. Oh, I did hear a lot of uh, my wife yeah. found one. There was okay, another so, woodman's either. I'm gonna, yes. I'm gonna give y'all this information just so that Austin wouldn't rat me out. I don't know what the hell happened. It's, all I can say is you definitely taught her well because you're gonna love what I'm about to say <laughs> on the third game when I after I bowled the 202, I was liking the pair I was on. I was bowling 186 and a 202, and Austin was struggling, but then I wasn't struggling. I didn't see myself struggling with the pair until the third game where the first ball I threw was a foul. I'm like, what? I haven't fouled in two games, but the third game I fouled the first ball. I'm like, okay. And then I struck. And then the second ball was another foul. I was like, what is happening? What? That game, that game, the third game where I bowled a 120, I fouled six times. What? What? Never. You've never done that. I know. I've never fouled that much in one game. I fouled six times. (laughs) Wow. So you you weren't using the shoes that the toes are curled up on. <laughs> if I, I wouldn't have fouled six times if I did. If I wasn't. Oh you had God. the wrong you had the wrong shoes. Yeah. And oh, Austin man. Austin could not look at me. He's like, man, you really do foul a lot. And he said that to me. I'm like, dude, I never fouled this much in a, in a single game. It was one game, just a third game. That's why I bowled, that's how I bowled a 120. Not one, not two. Not three, not four, <laughs> not five. Six. But six. Three was the first three frames. I fouled three the first three frames. Whoa, whoa, oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my I, God. In like, Peyton and Camilla were bowling next to us last week. And I saw uh, Camilla threw, she had a, threw a strike or something, or was might have been on a double. And then Chris was like, what are you doing? What are you doing, honey? And then the next shot. What? 
You're getting on to Camilla, and then you're going on a 122. Yeah. Oh, my God. I heard him say, you're going to be walking home. No. No. And thank you, Lee, for saying 122. It's actually 120. Oh, my God. That's a 120, not 122. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like, I don't know what happened. I literally just lost it. I think because Austin was so, he was so, like, mad about his past two games that he was speedballing. He was literally speedballing. So I was, like, getting high. I was getting fluttered. And I was just like, ugh. Bowling too quickly. I was literally rushing myself because he was just bowling back and forth, like boom, 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 boom. No rest breaks. I was like, ugh. It just sounds to me like karma. It does. It's, I was doing the same thing. <laughs> wow. How's that karma? Because you, you cursed out your wife for bowling bad a couple oh, frames. No, no, yeah. So, you know what happened then? You got your ass kicked in poker. <laughs> and then you got your ass kicking bowling, so that's what happened. Oh, yeah, it was a bad week. It's a bad. Week. I wish kidding. I never post bowl today. I wish I didn't do it. Well, it happened, so <sighs> yes, yeah. you had to you had to take the L on that one. Yeah, I wanted to lie to you and say, "Hey, I did not post bowl." Like, <laughs> you were ready to, I know. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I was. <laughs> that is nuts. I was trying to think if I've even fouled six times in my entire bowling career. <laughs> Dang. Wow. wow. I'm not kidding. I'm thinking the same myself. My gosh. Six in one game. Yeah. I knew. I tell you that now because I don't know if Austin's going to bring it up tomorrow. So oh, he you, is going to bring y'all it up. Y'all heard it here first. Oh, so, I see. You wanted to soften the blow. So, tomorrow. Chris, I got a new name for you. Why don't y'all be the buzzer beaters? Oh, oh, damn, that's awesome. I don't think awesome will like that. <laughs> or, or, or the, or the buzzards, game. like you think of that old bird. Mm. Let the buzzer give yourself the bird. Let's not do that. The buzzards. <laughs> or not. beat yourself off buzzards. Oh, I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> of course you'd like that one. <laughs> yeah, so, so um, it was a bad, it was bad. Well, but I'm the only one who won two points. One oh, two. I see. If that counts for anything. Yep. So, oh, that was against your wife too, by the way. Yes. Oh, yeah. wait a minute. So that means she beat you six out of. Oh wow! You, you had to say that. You had to say that. You couldn't just move on. Let him say you won a little bit. <laughs> Moral victories, yeah. right? Gosh, I, I won the battle, not the war. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. I see how it is. <laughs> so standings wise. That does make it a little different now on the sheet. It says, let's roll. Gary and George are in first with 134. But because Ball Bar- oh, I hate this name. Balbarian <laughs> and the Elf Princess have a 22-point swing from that wretched post bowl. They are actually in first and are dominant first with 146 points. So on the sheet, which will be updated next week when the new week's in, They'll actually gain an extra 22 pins from from the post bowl. <laughs> 22 Man. points it is. Thanks, Chris. Uh, really helping out. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Oh, yeah, see? You know what? You know what? You're right, Lee. You know what? I like your point of view. Yeah, this is all planned. This is all rigged. Oh. Everything is made. <laughs> So probing Gary's not enough. You got to hurt. No, you're helping Camilla get first place. Everything was saved. I did this intentionally. Me losing was intentional. Oh, just to get back at Gary. I see how it is. (laughs) Yep, this is perfect. I like this idea. So mine like a goldfish is in third. They're at 102. 300 bros, Brian and Matthew, are doing good because they were in last for a little bit. So they are now in fourth place with 100 points but just to kind of give perspective of the whole league i think it was either two weeks ago or last week week three or week four more than half the league was at 50 percent. the top four teams i just named are the only teams over 50 percent. 300 bros at 100 and 100 losses <laughs> so that means every the rest of the league of 12 has less than 50 percent losses after last week it's yeah. insane so you know oh. in However, two weeks that Christian has filled in for that team, he's averaging 190. That's great for him. And I was just going to say, the two weeks he bowled with them, they killed it. You know what I mean? They bowled well. I mean, he killed it. And 190, and and now his average is going to be 190 going in. It's it's unlocked. Yep, exactly. So Uh I don't know if they'll invite him back. So, I mean, what is this game? (laughs) I mean, have we sent, did you email the new standing wall? Yes, they're out. Not the updated standings with the Pro Bowls. 
Okay. But, but that will be included in the newest standing sheet after tomorrow night, after our next week. Yeah. Who's leading with the post bowl, as you think? Well, I'll tell you, Chris, just to make it easy, just add two points to what you had last week. <laughs> Basic math. I'm talking about the ball bearings. Are they in first still? They're going to be in first. They're yes. going to be now. Good. But I think they end up bowling a tough team. They bowl mine like a goldfish next week. So, oh, uh, that's or, no, I'm sorry. No, that's my team. That's my team. I'm about to say they're a bulldog. Yeah. So, team, what are they? Team four. They're going to bowl team seven. Man, they're bowling the last place team. But they've been resurgent that last place team. So, they've won the last two weeks. So, that might not be such an easy victory for them. But to finish off the standings, we got balls. Mark's team, even though they're below 50%, have 98 wins and holding strong on fifth. But right on their tail is AARP, ready for AARP, Neil and Kyle at 97 wins, 97 points. Our team two, Biggie Smalls, 93 points. Wah, wah, wah. But add two to that, they're at 95. So they're oh, still level stuck in seventh. Level up. Yes. Eighth place, Bedrock Bolorama, 86 points. In ninth place, Gutter Fluffers, 84 points. Rolling with Mom, 82 points. Flush it down the toilet. My team, 74 points, tied for last. Oh, now my. Bro, 74. Now, hey, Lee, let me ask you. I know that uh, Rolling with Mom, did they make up that match against Gary and didn't um Rick, they, Rick, they, they did they actually yeah. post bowl this afternoon. You may have saw Ricky bowling. He is gonna yeah, use he was those there. scores. Um, yeah. From my understanding, he bowled pretty good. I'm not certain about the other team, but he bowled pretty good, but he also had a blind. So it was just him by himself. Yeah, uh, I know he, he ended up shooting uh two two hundreds and then a one fifty game. Yeah, and Something that like week that. we have to use his mom's average because she yeah. has more games than George Crenshaw. So yeah, I get you. It, it'll be uh, Jerry's average minus 10 pins. That might drop the points for Gary and George yeah. a bit. Cause... Yeah, my, that was by far our worst week. Like, I struggled yeah. so hard on that pair. I had bowled on that pair actually earlier in the early league, too, and then I had to bowl on it again. So I had two terrible series back-to-back. Like, when I saw we were staying there, I was so mad. And it just got worse. I threw every ball that I had in my bag that night. It, for your point of view, Gary, it might not be as bad because we put your scores against the blind, which is a, your own scores, minus 10. Yeah. And I know you guys didn't have a lot of points that week. If it is going to be a big flux, it might not be as big. So maybe not be yeah. as bad for you. Well, I, I imagine if Ricky had two 200 games, there's potential they're going to take those two games. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then maybe lose the third. So I'm sure they're not going to, like you said, Lee. They only took twelve, so it can't be any right. worse. Can't be much worse <laughs> than that. Can't get that much worse. <laughs> yeah, it so can't be I've much worse up, than that. The way I've got it set up in the score sheet is whoever post bowls will now bowl against their average in case if it turns out to be a forfeit. Where in the past the system was set up in such a way that they automatically won all forty. And it kind of looked deceiving. So at least this way now, because your guys' scores were against your averages and you guys didn't get a lot of points that week, even if Ricky's team beats you guys a lot, it doesn't mean that you guys will lose a whole bunch of points. Maybe at the worst 10, at Mm -hmm. the worst. So now it's set up so that post bowling basically just helps the team that post bowled. If they pull good, unless you're Chris. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll get, I don't think it'll get much worse than it was, Gary. Nah. Yeah, I, 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 that night I left out thinking it couldn't even be worse than that night. Like, that'll be the worst night of the summer for us, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So the only team that might like make a big jump is Ricky's team. Yeah. Which are towards the bottom, rolling with mom. They're at 82. They right. might end up, because right now that's a zero for them. They might end up gaining like an extra 30. Right. Uh, yeah. But they're not, t- that doesn't mean they're taking 30 from you. No, they're uh, just going to get the means- points that they didn't have before. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that 30 means they'll pass Biggie Smalls. They're probably going <laughs> to jump all the way to fifth or maybe even the third. Yeah. Because no, if you add true. 30 to 82, that's a 112. <laughs> Yeah. So they might jump to third. It's going to be a pretty good. That was a good thing that they did. And it is kind of an emergency. I won't say 100% why, but it was kind of an emergency for Ricky and his mom that week. We talked earlier about Ricky's mom, her hour shifting. It wasn't completely that reason, but yeah, it was a tough week for them. It was kind of an emergency week. So I told him, well, as long as they can post bowl before 
two weeks, which is, I think, the rule in the USBC that we'll go ahead and allow it, even though it was after the fact. And so they postponed on the last day they could. So it's kind of a nail biter because you never know with Ricky. So he ended up showing up today, postponed, sent me the scores, and I think we're going to get those entered for him. We'll have that adjustment in there next week. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. That's the lineup. All right, Chris, I'm going to play this intro, so let it go a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, okay. get the KY jelly out. <laughs> oh, Welcome to Chris Probes the Guest. Hi. My name is Chris, the Give Up Woodmancy. Today's guest is our first timer, Gary. He's also player of the week. He's also a a lucky bowler, a a backhand bowler for pickups. He's a good guy. He's also a good poker player and a JB Trio regular. Yeah, JB Trio regular. Thank you. Welcome, (laughs) Gary. Thanks, Chris. You said a good poker player? Yeah. Yeah, oh, you get. I was talking about poker playing more lucky than my bowling. You can get to get carried away. <laughs> Top five. Wow. Yeah. How many yeah. showed up? Six. <laughs> um, Sixteen, actually. Last time was about sixteen, or did we get up to eighteen? I can't remember. I think we had six, six, six. Yeah, it was six. No, no, no. No, we had. Or maybe been sixteen, six, five. No, we had. Yeah, we have six. Yeah, no, it should have been five, five, six. Sounds good. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> How we count is uh, we do by head for who paid for food. So who gives head? What? Yeah, who gives head. <laughs> and only 16 people gave head. You got that so, many for roll Yep. Oh, my <laughs> God. And he brought up the fruit roll-ups that night. Oh, my God. There's these, like. 20-foot-long fruit roll-ups. And, of course, if any listeners remember our fruit roll-up story from oh my gosh. last season. Oh, my God. So, so yes, anyway, um, all right. Anywho, welcome, Gary. So these series of questions will be about your life and what got you into bowling and what led you to this point of your of your life in bowling for JB Trio. So what made you want to pick up bowling ever? Uh, honestly, I was when I was living in Louisiana, we would go do uh, Taco Tuesdays every night for dinner with me and my big group of friends and two of my friends were starting we're doing a league out there and they needed two more so they asked all of us if anyone want to do it and me and one other guy volunteered and we just started showing up on sunday badass how long ago was that how long ago was that? Uh, i'd say it's about five or six years ago cool five or six so i hadn't had no ball no anything like house shoes house ball all that stuff eventually like once i got started taking a little bit more seriously they offered a special it's like 120 dollars. you got basically your own it was your own version of a house ball but it was yours shoes and a one ball bag and that's what i used for probably like the first year or so up when i was bowling wow okay okay what was your first league like real competitive league that you joined after that uh, well we always did the same league because like everything else was like the middle week so we did the sunday league and i'd say it was competitive but it wasn't as competitive as some of the leagues down here have been so they were like a couple of good guys but like if you ever see like my like there's only i would say like five or six 200 average guys and all that so it's normally like, the same teams at the top a lot so i'd honestly say coming down here like i've done the mixed league i've done the wednesday league and now i'm in the friday and obviously jb trios i think jb trios is by far the most competitive league i've ever been in really? wow. bowling goes. As far as like skill level and the guys who compete and like try to win, but like are also badass. I love it. Well, thank and you. I'm going to yeah. chime in for a second yeah. just to give Gary's history. He joined us last fall. He joined Greg and Elena. So it's first year in, and they win friggin' first place. And he is the jockey of the JB Trios. Would you say, Gary, that you let um, held up that team? Would you say that you carried that team? Yeah, if I would consider myself the what was it, the yeah, you carry the team? No, you uh, said you carry the team to victory. Not really. I would you, definitely. I, I would put that a lot more on Greg. Greg held us up for majority of the season. As an alpha male, you believe that you were the best bowler on the team, correct? I mean, I was our leadoff bowler, so I don't think that some of that meant. I mean, first is the best, right? I mean, whoever goes first is the best. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will say I'm, I'm, I will say I'm ultra competitive, and I don't like to lose. Like, so I always looked at it as like I felt bad when I didn't get my point and or missed messed up or missed anything for them. 
to do more work. I remember yeah. that story. Get, I remember the story because it was your team, and I love, I love reliving this. <laughs> it was your team against Chris's team. team. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, can, yes, we not, can we not? Can we just? No, I we all loved how you threw the chair. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so I was gonna say. See, I feel like the throw part's gotten pretty exaggerated. I pushed the chair over, then I stormed <laughs> off. <laughs> I, like, I picked it back up immediately, and I just walked yeah. off to the pool. The pool started the room, and I no, stood there. I, heard, I, heard I stood there until my next shot. <laughs> I heard no. you broke the chair. He almost threw it across the room yeah. and hit someone. Yeah. Yeah. That thing. <laughs> that thing went off the ball rack. Mm-hmm. It went right for the ball rack. Went full WWE like on made them. The whole bowling alley like have an earthquake. Right. <laughs> but it was at that moment that everything turned around and then all of a sudden Gary's team pulled out the victory against Chris by two friggin' points. Two points. Uh, <laughs> that's the one I'm thankful for Chris for. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Oh, sorry, Chris. We don't mean to take over your segment. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. You're fine. This is a horrible memory. Keep on bringing it back. <laughs> Anytime we can relive it, Chris. Mm-hmm. So, Gary, I know this league, as you said, being your first competitive league. So, what was joining this league? Did it start a competitive bowling edge for you? Like, you want to you seek out that competition, or you see yourself as a competitor in this league? I wouldn't say it started it, but it definitely amped it up a little more. Like, cause I, I started bowling, like, I bowled pretty regularly with the same team. And one guy who I first met when I first moved here and started bowling, we bowled. Uh, the first thing I bowled, joined was actually a nine, t- they had a nine-pin league on Sundays. And we were on opposite teams. We became friends. Then we started bowling together a lot. And we do a lot of doubles tournaments and stuff like that. So I started going a little bit. But I would say once I got more comfortable bowling in, like, the mixed league and joining JB Trios and getting better, it definitely pushed me more and made me feel more like I could go out there and compete. So it definitely gave me a little bit more confidence. I'd say so. I mean, I remember your average was in the 130s, and now here, I think it's been less than a year. You're already in the 170s. Yeah. And it's just getting better and climbing, and the shot's good. So, I mean, keep at it, buddy. Uh, keep keep going. These next seven questions will be more about the JB Trio's feel and the environment that you um, bowl in on Tuesday nights. All right. So when bowling – past two years with Jamie Trios, who gives you that competitive edge when you bowl against them? Or, like, who do you fear and who do you like bowling with, like, going against? Like, who do you fear going against who do you like going against? I don't know if fear would be the right word, but in Trios League, I don't think I ever won a whole series against Patrick on the Keeper's team, Patrick Manning. I'm pretty sure he always kicked my ass. Exactly. The perfect name to name drop. He does that. He's kicked Mark's team. I remember one time so yeah. bad. He had what the what was it? Mark he had the front eight or something. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had one of the highest series he's ever had. Yeah, dancing on the approach, he kicked our ass. <laughs> yeah, it was music. listening to his earbuds. Yeah. yeah. And the other leadoff bowler I would say was actually when we were both Mark and Kyle was bowling leadoff. That was always a very tough matchup. Yeah. And then. People who I like bowling, obviously I like bowling Christian. I feel like that was pretty even because our averages were somewhat similar. And I actually really like bowling Leland too because we had like the exact same average to where it was always like a scratch game. Yeah. So. I'll never forget that match that you and Christian had that that week we were talking about against Chris's team. I mean, that was the perfect heads-up match. And, and we were talking in the podcast that Elena and, and Chris kind of evened out and Greg and Brian kind of evened out. And it was really going to boil down to – you against Christian, who was going to win, and you got the edge. You beat him that last game. Yeah, just barely. He's always the tough opponent. Like, I feel like it always comes down to basically the ninth, 10 frame with both of us yeah. and all the time. I remember you picked up a tough spare. I think it was like a baby split or something. You picked up well, something a baby split. Yes. And, and probably threw a backup I mean, ball at it. Yeah. Hey, there you go. See, that's why Chris hates that backup ball. Right. But it was perfect. It set you guys up for victory for the whole year. Yeah. Chris, you right strike out that. again. Nobody fears you. <laughs> so like i mean with that being said garrett now who when you bowl against a scratch bowler like a scratch like 205 210 bowler and you with your handicap and your average being the way it is how does that make you what's your mindset going into that like with a scratch bowler that you know will shoot at least a 650 620 game on a given day 
what mindset do you have? Are you my mindset is probably the mindset I took into the beginning of when I had joined JB Trios, and I was kind of, I'll be honest, a little bit intimidated because I knew coming in I did not was not as experienced as a lot of bowlers in there, and it's just like, well, it's kind of proof that we belong to be here. And when you bowl someone who average wise and seems to be a lot be- normally pretty much better than you, you kind of got to hang around there and wait for them to mess up and take advantage of the handicap, like you said, the handicap you're given, or just beat them scratch, which makes you feel even better, kind of prove to them that you belong to be there in the same class as them. I like it. I like it. I like it. So did you get a lot of pushback with your, you say you bowl like above your average and you have those handicap backing you up. Did you get a lot of pushback to, from other bowlers saying like disrespectful things or like well, maybe sandbagging is a term? No, I've never had that. Well, actually, I took it back. I had, I had a lady jokingly ask me if I was sandbagging the very first day, Wednesday league in the fall for homeless. So I came in with a, like a 150 average from the summer, and they had just changed the shot. The very first game, I threw a 241. Oh, damn. So, so one of the opposers jokingly asked me if I was a sandbagger. I said, yeah. no, I've, I've never had a, I was like, I didn't have a terrible reaction all summer. It was the best reaction I've seen. Then I proceeded to not bowl great the next two games. I think the next two games, I both shot 160. So it wasn't nothing Dang. special to write home about. But I've never had anything like that. <laughs> like everyone in our league is very, very like they're competitive, but they're competitive in the right way to where it's still very fun. Like no one yeah. ever seems to get that mad. They're more people in our league get mad, but they think they're more they're always more mad of themselves or their execution than they are like the other opponents or anything like that. If you can make a dream team in JV Trues, who would be without it being your team, the people you have now? Like like for a dream team that I'm on or just any three? Uh, if you can make a dream team for JV Trios, who would it be? Ugh. With all the people, if you have a roster of JB trios and all the people in it, if you could pick up anybody you want, who would it be? So I'm picking two, right? Yep, just two. Okay. Uh, I would pick Greg again, just because, like I said, Greg was the, a great teammate to have in the beginning, and he kept he keeps very calm and collected, and kept it keeps your team steady, and you know what you're going to get from him 90% of the time. And then the other person, I would probably pick Ron, just because he's Ron, and he's mm-hmm. you can always pretty much get great games out of him. Yep, best bowler in the league. Yeah. He's pretty steady. Yeah, Ron yeah, steady. All right. Non-bowling question. Um, do you feel in your life some you since you joined bowling with your friends, do you feel like you have created a good of community of friends in the bowling league? Definitely. I would definitely say so. It's definitely been a big help for me because like I moved here probably right basically when I started bowling here about three years ago. We moved to Texas. I moved and my sister and my niece also moved. My sister moved to take a new job at Cuphill High School. And I moved to go continue college down here and bowl it like going back to college at thirty 30 at a time is a little bit different than going to college at 18 where everyone's your own age. So there's not that much age gap. So I said bowling definitely helped me make the community of people I know now and made it a lot easier to like integrate myself into being here. Awesome. Nice. Well, you know, I, I've, you I've got one question, Gary. I know that you bowl on that uh, new team there in the early league on Tuesday. Right. Uh, what do you think about those people you bowl with? I like him a lot. We have, I find we have a good mix. Ralph and his wife, Misty. Ralph's the most improved bowler by far in the league. He's been killing. I think he's like, I looked at the sheet saying she today. He's like plus 35 from where he entered beginning average to where he is now. And we picked up uh, a Mike who I bowled against on Wednesday. His team actually won the Wednesday league. And then we had uh, an open spot for the fifth. And we have a young guy named Seth who kind of seems like he's just starting bowling. So it's pretty exciting for him. That was a setup question because uh, <laughs> R- Ralph there is my wife's cousin. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's really? my wife's cousin. Yeah. So if you had said something, uh, it's my wife's cousin and his wife, Misty. So okay. I was setting you up there just to let yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, a, a little shout out to my wife tonight. She she had her 29th birthday tonight. Um, oh, so happy, 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 happy birthday! Twenty. She turned 29 today. 29. Happy birthday. How many? How many times? Happy happy birthday. We want to wish you too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ralph is uh, my wife's cousin, first cousin. You know, that's awesome. So. Yeah, I was trying to set you up to see what you would say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've enjoyed bowling them a lot. We're uh, yeah. we're in person in that league right now, so we're going to try and hold on to it for nice. the rest of the summer. Keep yeah. it up. Man, yeah, he's, he's in first he's, place everywhere. I got to say, though, Ralph is definitely – this is a guy that 
you man, he was like a 98 bowler a year ago, and now he's like, you know, I don't know what he is in that league now. But he, he, he almost 170, I think. Like he's right. He's pretty, wow. he's pretty close. To, he's pretty close to where I'm at. He's like few. I get a few more pins. To hand, he gets a few more pins to handicap than I do. But he started yeah. like 132, and he's like almost 168, 170 now. Killing it. Yeah. Must be Mark giving all them pointers. No, nah, he's a left-hander. I can't get many points. <laughs> oh, he's got the advantage. Oh, yeah, he's a left-hander. That's even worse. <laughs> but he's doing good. No, nah, he's you know he's getting to know the right people. You know what I mean? He's doing really good. Hey, not bad. Ian bowling a lot too. I think Gary. I think that helped you too. You're bowling. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely helped us show up a lot in practice. I definitely enjoyed like getting free games for being in leagues was a big thing. <laughs> And yep. all that, and then uh, but yeah, you're right. Ralph doing really. He won the color pen a couple of weeks ago from Joey, where, where he won the, the big money with a strike off. Yeah, he did. He oh, went wow. over twelve hundred dollars or something. Damn. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, bowls a lot. Practice. Yep. <laughs> That's why you bowl once a week. So. That's why. <laughs> That's why our averages have tanked over the last ten years. Yeah, definitely. We're going downhill. <laughs> we are fast. All right, that was Chris Probe. So, Gary, yeah. I hope you're not too butthurt. No, nah, not yet. <laughs> it is beat Marks, not Chris's. Yeah. Uh, Are you sure uh, Here we go with a new revised segment of beat. Mark's picks. <laughs> He's back. No longer beat Chris's picks. Good luck. Yeah. He's, Chris He's out himself. of there. But <laughs> Mark, given a rundown of last week, it was pretty disastrous for all of us. But I managed to hold the lead with two wins, four losses. And Lee, one win, five losses. And Chris, zero and six. Oh, oh my God! Zero and six. So Chris is back. <laughs> it's like in Dumb and Dumber. Right? He oh, is back. <laughs> yeah, but out. Mm-hmm. Me and Chris are left twelve losses. Actually, Lee, you are eight wins, fifteen losses. So we're tied. It still beats Chris picks. No, we are tied, but you went 0 and 6. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Yeah, never but it's still over. It's still Chris because we're I tied. Mean, you got six picks. How can you not win one pick? To have too much faith in people. <laughs> oh, and blames six. the people. But you know, that's, hey, Lee. That's got to be a first. Yeah, we'll you, to Lee, go back you in the did. Archive. You did win the, um, and I've got to add another win to you. You're nine wins, 15 losses. So you're only two games of two games back of me and Chris because you did win voting for Peyton and Camilla to beat Chris and, hey, and uh, Austin. Yeah, so, so you're still alive. You're only two games back. Still alive. Still alive. Still alive. But this, Maybe is, this it. is the week. This, yep, this is the week that uh, Chris is no longer in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're tied. Okay, I'm still in it. We're, yeah, we're tied. <laughs> we're tied. Okay. But so to start starting out, things off, yeah. We're we both against ready for AARP. This, to me, is the match of the week here. The two Northeasterners with the two Southerners. What did we call Ron? We called Ron something. What was he? That was your team name a few years ago, wasn't it? Oh, uh, two Yanks right. and a Regnet. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So this the two Yanks and the two Rednecks facing against each other. So this to me is the match of the week by far. Mark, you're going last. A tough match. What's the spread, Mark? Eleven pins. Ooh, and not many. That's only a mark, basically. So yeah, it's mark. Uh, let's see. Now again, the one thing that has been horrible luck for you guys is that new team name change. Ever since we got balls has come out. It's been bad luck for you guys. And Neil, I don't think he's going to have another bad week. I think he is going to have a chip on his shoulder this week. Kyle, I know Chris likes to call him Mystery Ball. Yep. I'm actually going to go with Neil's team this week, only because that team name curse is yet to be broken. So you guys got to break that soon. But I'm going with Neil's team this week. Okay. (laughs) Shit. Uh, What lane are they on? 21 and 22, right in the middle. Pretty good lanes. Decent Uh-oh. lanes. Decent people. 
We got to start the Jeopardy clock again. <laughs> Deciding here. <laughs> he had it ready. I knew it. I'm going for Mark and Mark and Ron. Oh, I believe they're gonna make a comeback. And I got a second that. I second that. Yeah, eleven pins. That's not a lot. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty much a scratch match here, and uh, neither of us have been bowling that well. I mean, I think us having to walk down to pick up our cards from Kyle has hurt us a little bit. So now with him bowling on a pair, we won't have far to get cards. Exactly. So think, you guys are all I probably sitting together. Yeah. So I think it's going to help me and Ron. We don't have to walk far. What do you think, Gary? Well, you're right, Lee. I think that's the two minutes of the match of the week. It's four really good bowlers all going against each other. But I'm going to have to also go with Mark and Ron on that one. Oh, three out of four. Not bad. Right. Not bad. All right. So the next pair, another good match, although some would say it's a bad match. My team against Team 11, mine like a goldfish. On this one, what lane are you on? 23 and 24. And what's the pin differential? What's the spread, Mark? 20. 20. 20. Wow, that's not as much as I thought or hoped. Oh, 20. And you said 22? 20. 20. Okay, yeah. I'm going, 20 I'm going for mine like a goldfish. Oh, that's probably a good pick. Jake and Phil. All right, well, Mark, what do you I'm think? I'm definitely going with um, Flush It. Really? I think because, uh, yeah, I, I think Flush is going to flush that. Those goldfish right down the toilet. <laughs> That's the I actually I agree. I think that, that the, the averages they set at the beginning had them in such a hole that it's just so hard to get out of when you got where if your averages is at a certain place and it's set too high, it's just really hard to get out of. And although it's been kind of evening out last couple of weeks, it's still up there. As you can hear, 20 pins is not a lot of pins to get for handicap. So I will have to give our team a little bit of an edge. So I'm going to pick my team as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a tiebreaker right there. That's a tiebreaker. I think it's as hard as it is for me to pick against Greg. I'm going to have to also go with Jake and Phil after bowling them last week. I think they're riding the right way and they're going to they're gonna keep going. I think the handicap's not as big a deal as everyone makes out to be there. They're right there where they need to be. I actually agree. I think uh, oh, I think we're going to get lucky if we win. I just think the goldfish is going to get flushed down the toilet this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. <laughs> That's perfect. And I know Jake and Phil are listening. Yeah, yes, they do, they do listen. Yeah. And uh, I get feedback from them. So they're going to let me have it. And I know it. They're going to, it's, they got the chip on their shoulder. And that's what you need to have that bowling edge when you're competitive and they practice too. So, I mean, if we win, we may have a little bit of an edge on them. But, I mean, it's razor thin. And, you know, we're going to have to be at our best to beat them. So, we're I've been bowling pretty good lately, so I hope I can back it up. And I know Greg can too. He's competitive and he's a listener and a practice somebody that practices. So hopefully we'll just carry out. Maybe it'll be a kiss your sister week. We'll get twenty two out of forty mm-hmm. or 20, eighteen out of twenty two. <laughs> oh, <they> <laughs> like All right, so next pair, Team Three, the Gutter Fluffers against Team Eight, the first place. Well, the Almost first place team, Gary and George. Let's roll. This is a tough one to pick. What's the uh, spread, Mark? Is 105. Oh, my God. I didn't know it was going to be that much. 105? What lane are they on? 25 and 26. Man, (laughs) I don't know. I see it got more intense that the fact that I'm trying to keep up with Mark. So, like, the picks. <laughs> well, I don't know how intense or how uh, competitive it was last week going 0 6. <laughs> very competitive. <laughs> 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 it's not that. <laughs> it's not that hard. Really? It's not that hard? Then who you got then? <laughs> Choose. Not that hard. <laughs> All right, who was the other team again? Leland. He doesn't even know who the other team yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. No, I know Leland. I know it was Lee. Who's the, who's the other guy against? Leland against Gary and George. Fuck. Oh, my God. I, God damn it. I, I mean, con, it's an easy concept that you, you should vote for Gary and George. Easy. All right? Easy. But 
freaking Lee and his handicap and 105 pins and the way Jared been bowling and. <laughs> All right, you know what? How long's the show, Mark? <laughs> I think it's two and a half hours now. I'm going. I'm going for Jared's team. Oh, all right. So Gary and George. I am. Look at. I was the only guy that took Leland last week, and uh, I'm going with him again. It paid I off. Hey. I knew you would. Yep. I know. I'm taking Leland and Brianna to win this match. I knew you would. I knew you would. Yep. Because not only do I have confidence that Leland now is going to be concentrating on his game, but there is the podcast curve. Oh, them. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Sorry, Gary. I don't hold grudges. You picked against my team. That's and right. I'm going to have to pick against yours because my son's on the other team. And he was on a roll last week in 105. That's a lot of handicap. So I'm going to have to go with Leland's team. Yeah, I understand. 105 is definitely a lot. I'm obviously going to pick our team. I think George is going to hear Chris talking the shit about him, and he's going to be even more <laughs> motivated. And I'm never going to bet against myself. I'm always going to pick me. So Perfect answer. I love it. Yes. Well, that being the case, I'm going to go with Leland's team. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can't change it. Yes, we can. We can definitely change it. We can definitely change. So what is your official pick? I'm still going with Gary. Honestly, okay. I think he's going to be annoyingly good. <laughs> All right, so it's locked. No more changes. Yeah. Next pair, Team 12 against Team 2. Team 12 resurgence in fourth place. That's Matthew and Brian, unless if Brian is a no-show and Christian comes back. Oh, fuck. He, now, he's going to carry that 190 average, though, against Team 2, our favorite team, Biggie Small. So, Chris, it's either Chris or Christian as protege, or Brian as other protege. What's the spread on this, Mark? The spread is 17 pins. Oh, man, that's not a lot of pins. It's the and easiest match. If- this, this, to me, is the easiest match. Boy. Oh, God. <laughs> it is. And I even think if, if Christian subbed, I don't think there's going to be a big difference in the spread, I think. Probably not. Um, yeah. If he subs in for Brian, they're about almost even in average now. Both in the one nineties. So well, um, wait a second, though. After what Chris bowled today, they might be getting sticks. <laughs> I didn't think about that. They could yeah, be. Me awesome. It would be interesting to see that. Yeah, the they could be getting pins. Chris, you went from being the league high average in the fall league to scrapping for maybe two hundred. It's been a hard time. I've been going through a hard time ever since that dramatic loss with Titanic. You're still suffering the loss from Gary and Greg and Elena. Yeah, I feel like I'm not good enough. Uh, so that's why you're holding a grudge against Gary. I see how it is. <laughs> so team two and 12. I'm just going to have to base it off of momentum. I'm going to have to go with team 12. I'm going with Brian or Christian and Matthew only based on momentum. But actually, I do think that handicap, though, once that's actually figured in, it's probably going to be you guys end up might getting sticks. Who knows? Or at least close to zero or scratch. But just momentum-wise, I'm going to have to go with Team 12. Going from last to fourth is huge. So I'm picking them. No, Lee, this is a perfect example of why you're in last place in picks. <laughs> perfect. perfect example. You go with the flow. You don't try to piss anybody off. But at the end of the day, this is the easiest match on the ledger. If Chris's team does not win this match, they shouldn't show up the rest of the season. Oh, oh, I am going to go with Chris's team, but if they don't win this, they should just put their balls in the locker and not show up or just throw it in the trunk and that's it. Are you talking about bowling balls? Yeah, they're bowling balls. This is the easiest. (laughs) This is easy. Easy. Thank oh you. man! Thank you, thank you, thank you. I've never heard such a vote of confidence for Chris's team. <laughs> yes, I don't give it often, but this is the easiest match there is on the ledger wow. this week. So, Chris, oh, man, are we on twenty eight, twenty nine? Twenty seven, twenty eight. What do you think, Gary? You agree? 
Yeah, I don't agree with you, Mark. It's just hard for me to imagine Austin having two bad weeks in a row. Like, watching him bowls, he doesn't look like he's going to ever have a bad game. So it's hard to imagine him having another bad week. So I would go with Chris's team as well. I think if Chris can just show up and hit his average, he'll be all right. Yeah, it's nothing Austin to do will carry him the rest of the way. That's right. You know. Do it, Chris. It's Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to vote for my team as well. So I think we have a fire comeback coming for us. Chip on the shoulder. And would you agree if you don't win, you're not going to show up the rest of the season? (laughs) If I don't win, I'm just going to veto my presidency. Oh, (laughs) okay. You you heard that? You're going to impeach yourself? Yeah. You heard that for to resign? Like Gary, you heard that. I heard. Gary's the witness. Yep. If he (laughs) don't put Mark as president. No, here it is, man. We replace, if he loses this week, we replace him presidency with Gary. Oh, hey. Oh, that's a lot of pressure. That would be a good vote. (laughs) That's a lot of big shoes to fill. Some shoes to curl, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Big curl shoes to fill. (laughs) And all right. So next pair is 29 and 30, team seven against team four. This is basically last place against first, which is, I think, a milestone for us. I don't know if we've ever had a last against first. Stay in your lane, bro, against oh, this name, Balberry and the Elf Princess. Camilla and Peyton against Michael and Cody. I'm going to take Peyton and Camilla on this one. They can even bowl bad and beat team like they showed last week. <laughs> An almost sweep. Yeah, they can bowl bad and win. And Camilla and, can foul. They can win. And winter night, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. I have stake in this one, too. Peyton's my son, and he's on the first-place team, highest average in the league, although it did drop the last couple of weeks. He has been bowling lights out. I'm, again, big momentum guy. I think that they're going to carry momentum from last week's victory, beating up on Chris's team. I think they're going to continue. I'm also going to go with my wife's team. I'm going for my wife's team. She's got really mad at herself, bowling bad, even though she was pretending to go against me directly, and she wants to come back. Well, now she knows she kicked your ass. Maybe she yeah, she good. was. Uh, she couldn't believe it. When I told her, I'm like, when I told her she beat me, she like I couldn't. She couldn't believe it. <laughs> she couldn't believe it, huh? Yeah. She's like, baby, I sucked. <laughs> yeah, and you sucked worse. Yeah. And she couldn't believe I fouled that many times. It was that appalling. That's messed up. But I believe Peyton wants to come back too because he bowled decent a six twenty uh, series last uh, week. I think he he wants to seven hundred again. He wants to get back in the game. And what's the spread, Mark? Forty six pins. Ooh, that's quite a bit. The end line is pretty solid. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to make it four for four. Also, it's just it's too hard to pick against Peyton and Camille all the time. Like even when Peyton has a bad week, it's better than majority of other people. It seems like. It does. And it's a solid team. That's probably one of the best teams that has ever duoed in the league. Yeah. I would like them to lose some points so we can gain ground, but I'm still going to pick them. <laughs> exactly. All right. The last pair, team five. That is rolling with mom, Ricky, and the newly installed George Crenshaw against team nine, the bedrock Bowlerama, who's kind of been struggling as of late. So momentum again in this one. Mark, what's the spread on this? Oh, this spread is only 13 pins. Ooh, yeah, because Ricky's average is way up there now. Yeah, I'm, uh, this is the second easiest pick of the week. I, you got to go with bedrock bowlerama hoping that jared doesn't bowl <laughs> they are on 31 32 no they already bowled right oh they that's right bowled. i forgot uh they They're, did pre-bowl they uh, did bowl i and, did not and, see their scores though i didn't i don't know how good or bad they bowled okay uh, and jared did bowl right yes they both okay. bowled they both, they so both now it makes it a little tougher to decide who's going to win this one and I think they bowled when they did not have the new pins in, I think. I don't know. But, yeah, so, ooh, now that you mention it, since they pre-bowled, we do know they pre-bowled and they bowled bad for that first week, for which was essentially last week. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go with Gil on this one. I'm going with the Bedrock Bowlerama, hoping that Gil has carried Jared once again. George is a good left-handed bowler. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. He is. And, and you never know with Ricky. You know what's so weird is Ricky has yet to have a bad week in like three, four months, even going back to the fall league. And then he just pre-bowled. And like you said earlier, he, we found out he's shot at least two 200 games. Yeah. So, man, you know what? I also, like Chris, I got to think about my positioning <laughs> and the beat marks picks. See, 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 I'm not the only one. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm, I was normally going to pick Ricky. And George, but I'm gonna I gotta stick with Mark. I gotta stay on his tail. So I'm going with Bedrock Bowler and Gill. Maybe a mistake on my part, but I'm a, I gotta keep up with Mark. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Gilbert and Jared. Oh my god. I hate myself for that. Because I feel like he wants to come back. I feel like he wants I feel like he wants to bowl a good game. And so I feel like he's gonna do it. I feel like Maybe on 31-32 on my pair, he's going to do it. They've already bowled, though. They've already bowled. Yeah. Really? Yep. They pre yeah. bowled. What they get? So it's, so it's just Ricky and George. What what, what they bowl? Can we change it? Can you tell us? I have them. I haven't looked at them yet, but I cannot reveal what they bowled yet. Oh, come on. That's cheating. <laughs> okay. I'm fuck. I'm still going to go with Jerry and Gilbert. All right. Ooh. Do we know that they pre bowl both weeks the same night? Like, did they pre bowl this match after they pre bowl the earlier one, too? I or are they two different days? I do think that's, that's what they did. I think oh. they bowled two sets. Again, I have not looked at the first set because I had to put them in last week, but I did not put them in. Hey, Peyton, I did not put them in the second set. Mm-hmm. Or I did, I have not put them in or looked at them. Okay. 31, 32. George throws it fast enough to worry that it probably the lane probably doesn't even matter much. Ricky's been on a roll, like you said, but he's also just a wild card. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Perfect analogy. I'll be the odd man out. I will go with Ricky and George on this one. You almost had me convinced to switch to you. I mean, Ricky's been on such a tear. George, is, he's, I bowled against him last week, and he's really impressed me a lot. It's kind of the first time I've seen him bowl all three games, so I was really impressed in how he threw it. But I'm going to stick it out with Gil. I just think that because of how great a bowler Gilbert is and Jared's a great bowler, I think they're going to have – they probably – Got pissed off that first set and came back that second set is, is my mindset. Right. All right, guys. That was the picks. Bowlers of the week. Mr. Gary, he is bowler of the week this Gary. week. Brady Pitts Gary. over. Kicking some ass and taking names. No bowler of the week for the ladies. All the ladies bowled under average. Of course, we only got like two ladies. But yeah, so no bowlers of the week for the ladies. And I know I promised to get. Woodman's the awards. We got to get that together. I don't have them yet. I will try my best to get them out next week. Okay. All right. Gary, had a pleasure having you join us. Uh, We need to do it again in the near distant future. Thank you, Gary. Thank you all for having me. It's a pleasure. Anytime. Good thing you passed the Ralph test. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let him know tomorrow I'll pass. He would have kicked your ass. I don't doubt it. He's, he's got the guns to do it. He does. Yeah, he definitely got the guns. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, thank you, Gary, for being our guest of the week and player of the week. Congratulations. All right, guys. Uh, tune in for next week. As you know, that my team may have come back from a failure week, and Gary has broken the curse of the podcast guests. Maybe. Maybe not. We'll find out if he sucked this week. All right. So tune in next time. If you do not tune in, you'll be like me, fouling six times. <laughs> Perfect. All right, gentlemen, y'all have a great night. Thank you for everybody listening out there. We hope you have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next time.